Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day. We thank you, Father, for raising us up this morning, O God. We thank you, Father, for having this opportunity to proclaim your name, to proclaim your gospel, O God, unto the nations, O Lord. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of salvation. We thank you, Father, for the gift of eternal life, O God. Father, we thank you for this opportunity that you have given us to share your word with your people, O God. Father, we pray that your people will accept your word, O God, that, O Lord, their minds will be renewed and transformed, Father God, in the name of Jesus, O God. Father, we pray, O Lord, for nations, O God, especially, O Lord, for the nation of India, O God. Father, hear them as they cry out unto you this time, O Lord. Father, I stand in the gap for that nation, O God, and I pray for divine healing, O God, to come over that nation, O God. Father, have mercy over that nation, O Lord. Father, I pray, O Lord, for your mercy to come over that nation, O God. I pray for your divine protection to come upon that nation, O God. I pray, O Lord, for your intervention upon that nation, O God. Father, I cover that nation of India in the blood of Jesus, O Lord. I decree and I declare over that nation, O God, your victory, O Lord. For the Bible says that amid all these things, we are more than conquerors when we are in Him, when we are in Him who loved us, O God. Father, I believe that you are doing a new thing for the nation of South Africa, for the nations all over the world. Father, touch America. Touch Europe, O oh God. Touch Asia, O oh Lord. Touch, O oh God, Africa as a whole, O oh God. Father, we pray that I and I dispatch, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, your angels, O oh Lord, unto these nations in the name of Jesus, O oh God. Father, I pray for every nation, O oh God, that is going through a lot this time, O oh God. I pray, O oh God, for every nation, O oh God. Father God, to kneel, O oh Lord and cry unto you, O God. For the Bible says, O Lord, in the book, O God, for the Bible says, O Lord, in your word, O God, that when the children of Israel, O God, were feeling, O God, the oppression of the Egyptians, O God, the Bible says that they cried unto you, O God, and Father, you heard their cry, and you raised the prophet, O God, to lead them out of that country. You delivered your people because you hear the cries of your people, O God, because you are touched when your people are crying out to you. Hear the nations, O God, this morning that are crying out to you, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. You are a God of love, God of mercy, God of compassion, O Lord. Show us compassion in the name of Jesus, I pray, O Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Well, let me take this time to greet you, brothers and sisters in the world. I am latter-day preacher. Of course, I come all the way from South Africa. And this is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. Oh yes, I hope that you are blessed wherever you are. 
stay blessed wherever you are without wasting any time let us go into into the reason why we are here today i am here today to bring you the word of god and 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 and, and the theme for the, for 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 our message today do not associate yourself with unbelievers it is called do not associate yourself with unbelievers you know bad friends basically we are going there and our main scripture of course second corinthians second corinthians chapter 6 verse 14 to 18 second corinthians chapter 6 verse 14 to 18 that is where we are this morning that is where we are this morning father we pray that the holy spirit that dwells in me oh god will help me oh god to divide your word according to your will in jesus mighty name well let us go to 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 to, to our scripture um second corinthians chapter 6 verse 14 to 18 oh yes the bible says reads like this be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion hath light with darkness well uh, uh just as we are as we are reading this scripture you know paul is shooting straight praise mighty jesus is shooting straight praise my is paul of course one of the letters writing into the church in corinth praise god praise god so in verse 14 the bible says that be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness let us let me just um um explain this before i i go any further with the scripture brothers and sisters i want to take you back um to before you were you were saved before you were born again before you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior surely me too you know we used to live in sin all right we had friends perhaps that we used to go to nightclubs with that we used to drink with occasionally we had friends that we used to maybe to 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 mark people with we have friends that we used to prostitute with you know a lot of wickedness that we used to do before we were delivered from that kingdom of darkness into the into the kingdom of god which is the kingdom of light okay we have done a lot of things but the grace of god is sufficient because the grace of god found us languishing in sin praise god it is the grace it there's nothing that we did for us to be saved but the grace of god that found us now that we are in the light the bible says that now that you are in christ you are a new creation that means therefore all things have passed away all right all things have passed away including your old self have passed away your old self have died so we are called to die from sin praise god when you are a new person when you say that you are born again and sometimes you know because we are called to 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 this new life and this new life that is found in Christ praise god therefore the things of the past in another words i mean that the things of wickedness the things that we used to do in the past so we let go of those things we let go and the holy spirit that dwells in us 
praise God helps us to fight off those evil desires that we used to entertain when we were living in darkness, when we were living in sin. Praise God. That now, but now that we are in charge, so we, we, we let go of all of so for an example, if you used to steal, maybe you were a thief, maybe you were a the group of friends that you used to steal with or you used to love going to nightclubs you know and popping bottles and all that stuff you know you used to do all those things but now that you are in Christ of course you let go of that life because that life does not belong in the kingdom of God that life is a life of this world that life is the light of those who are continuing in their wicked ways praise God that includes praise God friends because we had friends you know, some of us, we had friends and we had people that we considered best friends back then. And we had people that we considered very close back then. But those people, praise God, those people, praise God, they were people that we were doing it, we were, we were living with in sin. And the grace of God found us. And the grace of God found us languishing in those sins. Now that we are in the light, our eyes are open. Now we know what we used to do was wrong, including the friends that we used to associate with. They were wrong for us, especially those who resist the word of God, especially those who reject the word of God. Because there's only one thing that we can do for our former friends is to bring them the good news the word of God. So if they continue to reject the word of God and continue to embrace the ways of the devil, then distance yourself from those people. Then stay away from those people. That is why the Bible here in verse 14, 2 Corinthians chapter 6 says that be, be you not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship had righteousness with 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 with, with with unrighteousness. So righteousness basically means, you know, you know the book of 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 of, of Matthew, the book of Matthew, chapter six, verse thirty-three, that says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So that is the righteousness that we are talking about. The righteousness of God, not the righteousness of this world. Praise God. Not the righteousness of the law. Praise God. We are talking about the righteousness of God. So the righteousness of God basically means of being holy. Praise God. Being holy. So what does holiness has to do with unholiness in other words? So we cannot. So, so, so holiness cannot fellowship with unholiness. So your former friends, the friends that you used to live that life with are, 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 are still living that life. Therefore, that means now that you are in Christ, you are a new creation. So the old person that they used to associate with died. Now, the new person now is the one that was risen with Christ. You are now in Christ. You are now a new creation in Christ. Therefore, you died. Therefore, though your friends, if they cannot accept you, if they cannot accept the gospel that you bring now, the testimony that you bring now, but they continue enjoying the life of, of, of the night, nightclubs, they continue robbing people, they continue prostitution, they continue all sorts of things, then you have nothing to do with them. It does not matter how close you were. It does not matter how close you were because the Bible is clear that righteousness 
praise God. For what fellowship had righteousness with unrighteousness? And the Bible continues and says, And what communion had light with darkness? And what communion had light with darkness? So in other words, light with darkness cannot commune. Light with darkness cannot commune. Remember what darkness represents. Darkness represents the devil. Darkness represents sin. Darkness represents death. So, but the light represents God. The light represents wisdom. The light represents eternal life. So, you two cannot be yoked together. So, in other words, light and darkness cannot coexist. Cannot coexist. It does not matter how much you loved that person, how how close you were with that person, but you must realize who you are in Christ now and distance yourself from any person who reject the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not saying hate them. I'm saying distance yourself away from them. So verse 15 says, What concord had Christ with Belial? What concord had Christ with Belial? So what association does Christ have with Satan in other words? What association has Christ to do with the devil in other words. So Christ and the devil are sworn enemies. They will never be friends. They will never be friends. They don't sit together. They don't eat together because Christ is light and the Belial is darkness because Christ is light and Belial is Satan. Christ is life and Satan is death. It represents death represents darkness. It represents condemnation. There is nothing that you can gain from the light. Praise mighty Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. So you stay away from those who are not believers in Christ and those who do not even want to hear you talk about Jesus Christ. It does not matter how much you used to love them, how much you used to party with them. You know, now you are a new creation now. The new person now that lives in Christ now, he lives a holy life now. So the only person that, the only people that you associate with now are the brothers in Christ because you have more in common with them than those that you used to have parties with and all that you used to live in sin with. Hallelujah. So the Bible continues, and it says, Or what part had he that believeth with an unfidel? So, in other words, believer and those who don't believe have nothing in common. So verse 16, it says, What agreement had the temple of God with idols? And what agreement had the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. For you are the temple of the living God. As God had said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. So in other words, the Bible is very clear on this. You know, the bodies that we have are not just bodies. So the Bible says that we must use these bodies, you know, to worship God. You know, we must use these bodies to worship God. The bodies that we have are vessels. Are vessels. The Bible calls them the temple because why? The Holy Spirit dwells in these bodies. So the Holy Spirit that dwells in these bodies, it is holy, it is pure. 
That is why we must keep our bodies pure. So in other words, you cannot continue with fornication when you are in Christ. Praise God. You cannot continue with prostitution when you are in Christ. Praise God. You cannot continue drinking alcohol when you are in Christ or smoking. So this body, you must keep it pure. You must keep it clean. This body cannot be defied by anything as long as you are a child of God. If you call yourself a born-again Christian, then you will keep this temple of God pure. That is why the Bible says, And what Adam and has the temple of God with idols? You know that we don't serve and we don't worship the Baals. We don't worship you know, the Asherahs in this body. We only worship, we only use this body to worship the true living God, the ancient of days. For you are the temple of the living God and God had said, I will dwell in them and indeed the Holy Spirit of God dwells in us, dwells in us. God says, I will walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. So it's very important that we respect our bodies, we keep them pure, we do not continue to sin, we do not continue to associate these bodies with unbelievers, okay? Praise mighty Jesus. So verse 7 it says, Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, said the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. So the Bible is very clear, brothers and sisters. The Bible is very clear that among, you know, unbelievers, we must come out, out of them. So that means that we must separate ourselves from them. Even our family members. You know we have family members. We come from huge families, right? We have sisters, we have aunts, we have cousins, we have all sorts of people that are our family. Praise God. But I do that. I love them and I love them all. I love them. I love them. I love them. I love them all, you know, with all of my heart. But I I, I knew that, you know, when I came to Christ and as I began to read the word and study the word of God, because the word of God, the Bible, the, the word of God will judge you. The word of God will judge you. So if you if, if you cannot judge yourself, if you cannot if the word of God cannot judge yourself, then God will judge you. When you study the word of God, it must judge you. The word of God will judge you and it will begin to tell you what to do and what not to do. And this is what happened to me. That, you know, I love my family, but there are people who, who in my family, as huge as it is, you know, because we, there are aunts, there are, there, there are uncles everywhere, you know, there are cousins, you know, some of them, they are continuing uh, to serve, you know, other gods to worship other gods well i'm fine with them i love them but i told myself that i am going to love them from a distance because there is one thing that i know that the bible says that you know righteousness cannot fellowship unrighteousness you know the light cannot commune with darkness you know christ no, had no concord with the billion. That is what the Bible says. So I will, praise God, I will, praise God, love them, but I will love them from a distance, you know, because they refuse to accept the gospel. But what I will do, therefore, I will continue to pray for them. 
praying that and then hoping that the, the gospel, you know, uh, praying that and hoping that, oh God, that the, the, the grace that found me, the sufficient grace of God that found me in my wicked ways will find them in their wicked ways. Until that day, I will continue to distance myself because every time we meet, I will present them with the good news. I will present them with the word of God. That is what we should be doing. Praise God. So I distance myself even from, from family members. I, I love them, of course. Call them, of course. But I distance myself. I do not associate myself with them. I, you know, I left old friends. Friends that I used to have. Friends that I used to love. I, I left them and I distanced myself because I realized. Because I've seen some of them on, on Facebook. When I talk to them and I, I would get the feeling that they, will, they, they refused. Um, um, totally refuse to accept Jesus Christ because I would always tell them about Jesus even on Facebook I would always tell them about God there is nothing else I can talk with them so if they do not accept that then I block them or I don't I, I, I do not answer them when they talk I do not reply at all because there is nothing that I can talk with them there is nothing that we have in common no, they will talk about things of this world. I don't want to talk about things of this world. I want to talk about things of the world that is to come. I want to talk about Christ. I have nothing else to talk about. The life of girls, talking about girls, I've passed that. I'm, I, I've passed that. Talking about drinking, I've passed that. What else can we talk about? Hallelujah. Let us look at the book of 1 Corinthians. Uh, first Corinthians, first Corinthians quickly. Uh, first Corinthians chapter chapter fifteen. Chapter fifteen, verse chapter fifteen. Chapter fifteen, chapter fifteen, verse thirty-three. Let us look at that book. First Corinthians chapter fifteen. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So the Bible says, be not, be not deceived. Evil communication corrupt good manners. Verse 34 says, Awake to righteousness and sin not, for some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Be not be deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. No, that is why. I know exactly what I was just telling you now. That, you know, it's not that I think that I am better than others. There are people, uh, this, is, this, 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 is, this is now the truth. I'm being honest. There are people even on Facebook who, who, who reach out to me. They talk. Well, when I talk with them, I talk about Christ. Then they want to talk, some, they want to talk about something else. That um, because they only know that the person, the old person, they are used. They, so these are former friends, okay? These are friends. They used to know the old person. Now they think that I'm still on that. So when I tell them about Christ, they don't take me serious. So I sort of like um, uh, ignore, you know, I, I ignore them totally now on Facebook because I have nothing to, that, to say to them. As, as the Bible says, because they're going to talk about nightclubs, they're going to talk about girls, they're going to talk about any other thing that I'm not interested in. As I said before, that I want to talk about 
Christ and nothing else. I want to talk about Jesus, nothing else. So the Bible even here even says it, it confirms what I'm saying. It agrees with me in verse 33. First Corinthians says that be not be not deceived, be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. So what you talk with, what 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 you communicate with your friends, it will corrupt you. It will corrupt you. That is why I say you will never grow spiritually as long as you associate yourself with people who don't know Christ. You will never grow. So the best thing that you can do for yourself is to associate with the people that you have something in common with, with are your fellow believers. Fellowship with them, those people that you fellowship with them. Because when you meet them, you will talk about Christ. Even if you, sometimes you talk about sport, you know, which is, of course, we talk about sport. I'm a big football fan, so I talk about sport. I'm a big boxing fan, so I talk about sport. But with people that I have something in common with. Because our, our talks are dominated by the word of God. Our talks are dominated by Christ, not by the things of this world. So when you talk with people who don't know Christ, their communications will corrupt your good manners. Because, for instance, you can, I can make an example. If you are working right now, maybe you are working in a factory or in your office, wherever you are working, there are people there who, who are not Christians. Listen to, to, to listen to what they talk about. 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 I used to entertain, you know, earlier when I, I was just a born again. I used to entertain those talks, but not anymore. You know, I keep quiet when people talk. I, I, like um, topics that don't include me. I cannot communicate with. I cannot intervene when you talk about girls, you know. Like, uh, where do I enter? I don't enter there. I have nothing to do. When you talk about nightclubs, where, where, where do I enter? Because when I talk about Christ, you become bored. That is why I stay away to such people. That is why the Bible is warning us to stay away from such people. Praise God. Praise God. Because evil communication corrupts good manners. Evil communication corrupts good evil communication corrupts good manners. Now let's go to chapter 5, verse 1 first, first Corinthians chapter 5 verse 11 and 13. The Bible says, But now I have written unto you not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous or an idolater or a railer or a drunkard or an extortioner with such and, and one know to eat. So verse 12 says, For what have I to do to judge them also that are without? Do not ye judge them that are without. Do, do not ye, it's a question, do not ye judge them. Do not ye judge them that are within. And verse 13 says, But then that are without, God judges. Therefore, put away from among yourself that wicked person. So what Paul here is basically talking about is that do not keep company. You know, of now Paul is referring to those who call themselves um, born again Christians. You know those people who who are in Christ but continue in their wicked ways. Even even the pastors in these days, you know, and they, even now, if you can go on Facebook, you know, if you were. 
um, you will realize that even there's a pastor now trending on Facebook, a South African pastor, who, who, who was asking to apparently, you know, who was asking to sleep with a certain girl who is a member of his church, but of course he's denying that, you know. So, but the Bible says that, but now I have written unto you to keep company. To, 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 to you not to keep company if any man that is called a brother be a fornicator. Now Paul is talking about those who are called spiritual brothers, those who are called brothers in Christ. Those who are called brothers that that means that our fellow believers, those who call themselves born again Christians, because there's a lot of them in the church that are rotten. There's a lot of them in the church that are rotten. There are a lot of them in the church that are dead, that are busy bodies. There are a lot of them in the church that are fornicators. So what do you do when you, when, you, when you meet such people in the church? When you meet such people, some are drunkards, okay, in the church. Some are extortionists. So, 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 the Bible, so Paul says that with those, with such people, don't even eat with them. Don't even sit with them. Praise God. Don't even do it with them. But, and, but, and, and Paul here is encouraging them. He's saying basically that we, we, we have the right to judge those that are within the church. But let God, let God judge those that are, are, are outside the church. But we have the right to judge those that are within the church because they have lied and they have said that they are born again Christians of God. But they continue to live in darkness even though they are in the church. So even those people we call fellow brothers that we fellowship with. So you watch, watch, be careful, watch their work. Watch their work because if their work is evil or if they, if they are still fornicating, there are brothers who are, call themselves saved but they are continue sleeping with girls even in the church or around the neighborhood doing all sorts of things some are drunk and some get drunk they drink themselves to death praise god so what what do we do in such cases so the bible says that you know we must not even eat with those people but these are brothers okay these as much as the responses that you must charge them but we must realize something these are brothers within the church so the best thing to do to a brother because this brother knows the truth he is in the light so he has been introduced to the truth okay he has the holy spirit in him but he is he is breathing the holy spirit that is him because the holy spirit is a pure and holy spirit so if you're going to 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 breathe him then bad things will happen to you you know because god will not be there when there's sin you know god will not be there until you repent and then god will be with you God does not work with people who are sinners. You know, it does not matter what you say to people outside, but you cannot mock God. There are people who think that they can mock God. There are people who go to church in the morning and in the afternoon, they drink themselves to death. Who go to church in the morning and in the afternoon, they sleep around. Who go to church in the morning, go to church and, and they do all sorts of wickedness, you know, outside church. And those people, they are the ones that we need as brothers to sit down with. So, but if they continue then in their way, then we distance ourselves from them. So even Paul even says here, Paul even says here, Paul, the last line says, therefore put away from among you. He says, therefore put away from among yourself that wicked person. That wicked person must go. I'm sure Paul was referring to people who don't listen. Because 
a brother will come a brother must be rebuked he is within the church he must be rebuked look brother drinking is wrong let's go to the bible what does the bible say the bible says don't you know that this body is a temple of god so even the, the spirit that dwells in this body is a holy spirit so don't corrupt this body don't drink the holy spirit that lives in the body praise god so we can only sit down with the brother but if he does not listen then then the bible is very clear in this and then said put away from among yourself that wicked person if he's in my church and I'm a pastor and I've been rebuking him and he does not want to listen then he must go okay he must go he must go he must go until he comes to his senses then he can come back he can come back but we don't need such people here in a church a church is not a tavern a church is not a night club a church is not a strip club where you go and look for girls okay so such people need to be set down as brothers in Christ talk to them rebuke them they do it again rebuke them again and then if they do it for the third time and then just put them away stay away from such people even if they call themselves born again Christians we do not even eat with such people that's how serious the matter is praise god so do not yoke yourself together with unbelievers stay away from bad friends stay away from people you used to know before you came to Christ stay away from such people they are bad for you there is nothing you have in common with them let's end it there for today brothers and sisters until next time may the god that we serve bless you father we thank you we thank you for this day we thank you father for your word we thank you lord for your word grows and grows in our hearts we pray oh god that you will open our hearts for your word we pray father that we will not only be listeners or readers of your word but we will be doers of your word oh god father help us oh god to live according to your word oh god reveal oh god all the knowledge and the wisdom that you want us oh god to have in the name of jesus i pray amen i am latter day preacher until next time brothers and sisters uh bye bye